Welcome to the Wolf Whistle, the podcast that interviews and celebrates the former players of our great club, Wolverhampton Wanderers. Welcome to the Wolf Whistle. Welcome to the 47th edition of the Wolf Whistle podcast, the podcast which interviews and celebrates the former players of our great club. Today, we are joined by somebody who has lived the dream, Joe Jackson, born in Wolverhampton, one appearance for the Wolves, that's all you've got to do, in the top flight in Division 1 in the 1983-84 season. Joe, how are you, mate? I'm not too bad, Jason, thank you. Good, good. Now, Joe. Um, great, introduction, great introduction, by the way. <laughs> li- listen, Joe, you, you, I've actually met you, uh, b- believe it or not, because I've got a Wolves book um, called The Who's Who of Wolves, and it, it, it details every player who's played a first team game for Wolves, and you've actually signed it, so I've actually met you at some point as well, Joe. <laughs> All right, fair play. Brilliant. Fair play. But listen, Joe, on a serious note, you have lived the dream. We're going to come to that. Um, First of all, I, I always start back on, on how you started in football, because you are Wolverhampton-born, aren't you, Joe? Whereabouts in Wolverhampton are you from? Yeah, I'm literally a stone's throw, as they, as they say, away from the ground. I was born and bred in with Marines. Wow. Um, yeah, so, you know, I was literally as a kid, um, you know, particularly now, the, 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 the stadium used to be really high up. Yeah. And we could, where I, you know, on the New Hampton Road, if I was ever on the New Hampton Road, you could see the the, the fans and the and, and the and everybody up in the up in the um, in the stadium, wow. and it was always my my dream to, to to play for Wolves. Do you know what I mean? So I mean, yes, yeah, that typical kind of boyhood dream kind of come true. I mean, yeah. that that's that's the, these are the stories I like because look, it's great interviewing a player who's played four or five hundred games, but you know, I. I I don't know, after about 300 games, surely the buzz can't keep getting better. But once you've played one game, the buzz must have been absolutely unbelievable. <laughs> so was you was you a big Wolves fan growing up then, Joe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Massive, you know, my family, you know, all Wolves fans, you know. And, um, and you know, it's it's it, it was always, you know, it, you know, always very difficult to try and get there, you know, because, you know finances and that wasn't yes. wasn't great in terms of the family so i just remember as a kid um just dreaming about really um playing you know for, for the wolves and, and and putting on the old gold shirt and that um and, and 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 that was always my my sort of my desire really you know right. as a kid coming through yeah so it was it was you know because because the other thing was that i i we you know like i said i lived in with marines and and west park was literally like our back garden yeah. You know, because it literally was five minutes away from where we live. And so, we, you know, if you can imagine on a Saturday afternoon, we're playing football on the park, on West Park, and the Wolves are still playing their matches. And they got the likes of them days. It was John Richards and Kenny Hibby and, 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 and you know, those, those you know, yeah. Willie Carr and those guys. And so, yeah, it was, you know, it was, it, it was always something that I wanted to do. And, and I bet when you're playing football on West Park, I bet you can hear the crowd, can't you? Well, this is it, you see. And it was that that, that really kind of motivated me. You know, you could hear. And, 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 and I'm being honest with you, those days, you know, um, certainly when I started to play, um, it, the, the, the crowds wasn't, wasn't, wasn't massive. Yeah. But I remember, I, I, you know, I remember um, 
playing on West Park one evening. And um, I could have, I may have been something like, it may have, I think it was around 1977. Yeah. And, and I, remember it, I remember it like really, really well. You know, I was in primary school in my last year. And, and Wolves were playing Liverpool. Yeah. And, and I'm not kidding you. You know, we was on the West Park. And Liverpool, literally, Liverpool fans took over the city. Oh, well, it was a town then. Yeah. Literally took it over. And 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 I remember seeing, because um, they used to have the big floodlights, didn't they? Yes, they yes. Had four, they, had, they had four big, massive floodlights at, at the Molyneux there. And I remember a guy having a Liverpool, like it was a, a Union Jack, and like a Liverpool, <laughs> you know, they name all over it. Yeah. On this floodlight. Literally, so we could see this guy from West Park, and he'd obviously been a, a Liverpool fan, and he's climbed up this thing and put his flag on 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 the, on the floodlights. No way! He, honestly, it, absolutely, they took it. I think they beat Wolves in the end three one, and Wolves went down that season, um, and Liverpool had to win to 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 win the league. And um, yeah, I just remember that day. I and mean, you're talking something in the region around fifty fifty five thousand, nearly sixty thousand people. Wow. So I remember that. And so if you could imagine as a kid, you know, you're going, that's what I want to do. Do you know what I mean? Because, you, know, you, know, you know, those days, you know, you, you was getting massive crowds. Yeah. Oh, God, definitely. And it, sadly, it wasn't until the decline in the 80s when, obviously, we started losing crowds. But where, where what, what I wanted to ask you, where did you play your junior football? Where did it all start for you? I, well, you know, I, I mean, it, in, that, in them days, nowhere near like it is nowadays, you know, in terms of you can get Sunday football and mini soccer football and you can literally get a kid playing, you know, from the age of four or five. Yeah. It didn't really work like that for us. For me, it was literally going to West Park with your bunch of mates yeah. and just playing. And a lot of the time, you you played against older lads. Do you know what I mean? Because you, you, you in your own mind, you find that you, you didn't find playing with your own age group a challenge. Yeah. So you always wanted to challenge yourself. Do you know what I mean? So yes. you'd go to West Park, and I would probably be about eight or nine, and then I'd play against thirteen-year-olds and. And without even realizing it, you're, you're 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 coming up against stronger players, tougher players, yeah. which makes you stronger and tougher as well. And just that whole um, idea of just actually not having an adult in sight as such, just young people being young people working things out for themselves. Yes. And um, and 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 that really was my my my, my sort of my, my sort of young days. Just just that that's really where it was. And then and then as a kid, you know you you. You know, as in terms of your own your, your own age group, I, I then started playing for the school team, and then yeah. I played for my district. You know, the Wolverhampton boys, and and we just we we just that's that's pretty much what my football was until I was around maybe around fourteen, and I think Wolves picked me up at fourteen, and I, and I went there as a as a schoolboy. Yeah, and um, and and played and played there. Um, you know, just getting just training and that. And I said I wasn't playing in matches as such, but just training and that. And um, and then uh, to be fair, I got released at the age of fifteen. Right from, and it's you know, it's, and it's a strange one, really. Um, what happened? I got released, and then literally, I think it was about maybe a year, maybe. A, Eighteen months later, Wolves had been taken over by the Batty Brothers. Yeah, and. And Derek Dugan was the chairman. Yes. And um, and basically, I was I, I was in a five-a-side tournament 
that the police used to put on for the local local lads, local community in those days. Yeah. At the, the Polytechnic in Wolverhampton. Yeah. And, and then we were going to come down to present the trophies. And he's seen me playing and basically says, you know, um, I want you to come up for a trial. You know, at this, I didn't tell him, I got a release 18 months ago. I just, <laughs> I just literally, yeah, no problem, I'll be up there when you want me to come. And um, and I went up for a, a few weeks there, I went up for a month. And um, and and that's how it went, you know, I was about 17, something like that. And got and got picked up from Wolves. I was, I was at the time anyway, I was playing for like, Willingall Town youth um, at the time as well. So, you know, by that time I'd kind of gone through the ranks and 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 was fairly established as a youngster in the in the um, in the locality in terms of football. But for you, Joe, you're 14 years of age. You get released by Wolves. You think the dream's over. You know, you, you, yes, you're playing local football, but you know, really the dream's gone. Then you're playing in a five-a-side tournament. Derek Dugan rocks up. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're invited. To, I mean, it wouldn't happen today, would it? Nuno wouldn't go and present a trophy over at, yeah. you know, uh, over at wherever Fowler's Park and, and spot a young kid playing and go, listen, <laughs> pop up the money and Monday, we'll have a look at you. <laughs> I know, I know. I mean, you know, and and sometimes you ask yourself the question: Has as as the game gone too far the other way? You know, well, it probably um, has. You know, and 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 that, and I think you know that was the authenticity of the whole process, really. That yes. the, the, this top, because he was a top player for Wolves. You know, he was a centre forward. Oh and, yeah, and um, he was someone. I didn't necessarily see him. I think by the time I really started to take. Um, notice of the game I probably I don't think I ever saw him live anyway but I knew of him and so you know um, him coming down and, and and in actual fact we became good friends as, as you know he's somebody yes. I I really respect his, do you know what I mean um, you know after I've you know, seen him around the club and, and you know after I'd been released from Wolves and that you know I, you know, he's somebody when I met up with him you know we had a lot of time for me and, and me for him Brilliant. and um you know, it was, it was, I think the whole idea or the process of him coming across, um, I think he was the chairman at the time, yeah. coming across, seeing me and then, you know, and knowing who he was, you know, that, that, yeah. that really was a big thing for me. So for you, Joe, then you went on trial again, you had this month's trial um, and yeah. was you playing in sort of youth games or reserve games? How did it quite work? Yeah, it's pretty much that, you know, there was, there was, um, I played in the youth, in the youth, um, team and that and and I, and, I, and I trained with them um, for a month and um, and yeah I, I guess you know they they liked what they saw and then they and they gave me a contract um, um, like a, a YTS contract yeah. apprenticeship contract and then I've done I, I, and then I and so really that first year that I that I played I, I played pretty much in the youth team and the reserves yeah and on a Saturday they used to call it the intermediate league so I played on that on a Saturday morning as well. Wow. So, um, so sometimes we'd play in the midweek, sometimes on a Saturday, um, and you and, and and you know you're around all of the top boys, all the all the, all the pros. You, you know, you're, you're rubbing shoulders with your with your idols, really. You know, with your likes of you know. I, I was a midfield player, and I, and and, and Kenny Hibby, you know, was 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 one of my favourite players, to be honest. I mean, I was I was looking at the players, uh, you know, when, at your time at the club, Jeff Palmer, Andy Gray. Mel Eves, Kenny Hibbit. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. These are absolute legends, and you're a Wolves fan growing <laughs> up. And you know, it is yeah. a proper Roy of the Rover story. This is um, uh, Joe, and, and and that's why. So, at w- what point did you actually start training with the first team? Um, you know, I'm, I 
I, I, we all trained together, you know. We all right. trained together, and there was literally just—it was literally um, pretty much. I, I, I think pretty much as soon as I was as an apprentice, you yeah. know, I, I, from what I can remember, we, we, we intermingled or interacted with the first team. Yeah, pretty much on the, on the word get go. Um, so was he down at Castlecroft then? Yeah, that was down at Castlecroft. Yeah. yeah, so I was always. I mean, the, the the first team would eventually. I mean, I think there was some elements of just interactive, you know, interaction between um, reserve team players, first team players, and and um, people coming back from injury and the youth team. Do you know what yes. I mean? There was always yes. a genuine kind of interaction. But um, the, the but when the first team went off to do their thing, then that was they, they went off and done that. Do you know what I mean? So they trained amongst themselves. But yeah, there were yeah, times yeah. where they. They were, they were interacting all the time with the youngsters. So if they um, was preparing for a game, uh, the first team, because so, yeah. it was Jim Barron that was the manager, wasn't it, Joe? Manager. Um, but So when I when I went to, to Wolves, the manager was Graham Hawkins. Oh, Jim right. Barron was, was his assistant. Yes, that's right. And then, But it was Jim Barron who was in charge on your debut, wasn't it? On my debut, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So... With, with, with the first team then, I mean, the, the team that day, um, May the 1st it was, I'm sure you can remember it, Joe, as clear as day. Um, May the 1st, 1984, <laughs> Notts County away. Uh, we lost 4-0, that's not important. 5,378 people in the stadium that day. The team was John Burridge, John Humphrey, Gordon Smith, John Pender, Alan Dodd, Tony Towner, Billy Livingston, Scott McGarvey, Martin Bailey... Paul Doherty and Joe Jackson. I mean, Joe, how? <laughs> I mean, what? At what point did did you get the nod that you was playing in the game? Was it a couple of days before? Was it the day before? You, you know, the, the, I, I can't. To be fair, I can't. I can't really remember. But I was in and around the first team for a little while. Yeah. So, so you know, there were, you know, it, so the, it kind of was like leading up to something. If you can get what I'm saying, yes. Um, I've been sub, I've been sub a couple of times, or been with the first team, you know, like yeah. you know, as a boot boy or or a kit boy. That back in those days, that's how they used to have it. You know, that that you know, not necessarily a kit man, but you'd be there to help put the kit out for the yes, for the, for the and get you team. almost integrating with the first team. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. So once once you kind of got that kind of. Um, you know, role. Yeah. It, it, you kind of felt like you know someone's going to break in a bit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And and so um, I think it was the Saturday, you know, the Friday. I, you know, this. I mean, this is like years ago, isn't it? So, <laughs> a few years ago, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he was. I think it was a Friday, and and they made made us aware. And actually, it was it was a midweek game, wasn't it? So it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't it wouldn't have been a Friday, but right. it would have been the day before. It would have been the day before. Um, the, the match and and um, you know, Actually, and that was it. Yeah, yeah, it was a midweek game. I tell you for why, because on the Saturday before, Wolves had played West Brom at home, thirteen thousand there, drew nil nil. Yeah. I mean, Joe, listen, I'm not taking anything away from you, but what if you'd have made your debut in the West Brom derby? <laughs> um, it would have been, it would have been very special, and, and, and really popped up be. with the winner. <laughs> Well, well, yes, yes, and and the other thing, and the other thing as well, you know, with with you know Laurie Cunningham, you know, oh um, yes, Brendan of course, Batten and Chino Regis, you know, they were always, 
you know um, people that I that I looked up to. Yes. And 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 they and they were real role models for me. Yes. Um, for the obvious reasons, you know. Yes. You know, being a young a young black lad, um, African Caribbean young lad, in with Marines. Um, you know, we know that you know football hasn't been very kind. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. To to to, to African Caribbean or black black um, community um, or players, should I say? And it and, and so and Jerry, especially in that, that time. Sorry to interrupt, especially during that time, because um, we all know you know things that have happened in the game recently. But racism back in uh, the the 80s and uh, you know 70s it, it was actually quite prevalent and you know the plays you're on about Cunningham uh, Brendan Batson Cyril Regis were, were, were trailblazers for for you know yeah. for, for, for for starting a change really in that and, and, and rightly so so as, as a young as a young afro-caribbean lad growing up you know there must have been like you said great role models to look up to well yeah and he gave us that that a, a little bit of staying power do you know what I mean if they can do it then I could do it yes. and I'm being honest with you really as a kid growing up I never really um, faced any any racism or probably yeah. didn't take I probably did face it but didn't see it or take yes. any notice I don't, I don't know yes, yes. Um, but, but I don't get me wrong you know I certainly by the time I'd gone to Wolves I started to hear comments and, and see those things a little bit more clear and and and, and um and and, I, and it's only really when I went to Wolves and 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 played and you know you you, you was you were hearing comments and you was and you was and, and I started to become aware that there was you know you know this this racial um, thing yeah. and you hear it in the you'd hear it, I guess I, you'd hear it in the stands because by those times you you're in the you're in the you're, you know you're in the South Bank I, yeah I guess and and you hear stuff and. And it's only really when I got older, like sort of 18, 19, that sort of, that sort of age group, 17, 18, 19, that I started to realise the, the, the sort of level of yeah. um, racism that existed at the time. But I'm going to be honest, you know, whether it was naivety or what, certainly prior to that, as a kid growing up playing, I never picked anything up myself. Well, Joe, that's that's obviously good. That's a positive. Now, this this debut, this, this day you live the dream, what was it like <laughs> to be in that dressing room Jim Barron's, you know, giving you instructions, you know, was it excitement? Was it nerves? I'm sure it was pride. What was it, Joe? I, I, I guess it's everything. Everything you've said, really. You yeah. know, um, one of the things, you know, kind of just going back on the race thing, you know, one of the things I certainly didn't realise, I only realised after I'd left Wolves and, yeah. and started to settle into what I regard as just the everyday kind of normal life as a, as, as, as a, as a non-league player and whatever else. Yes. Was that I was, you know, George, George Berry and Bob Hazel. Yes. Um, were the first um, two black guys that were playing for Wolves. And again, they were almost like role models for me as well. Yes. Of you, know, course. I said, you know, again, again, if they could do it, I could do it. Yes. And yes. Uh, but when I went to Wolves, they weren't there then they'd moved on by then. Um, right. And, um, and what had happened, I, you know, I, I was up the walls and you know, and I'm playing and, and whatever else. But when I left, people had come to me and made me aware that I was the first black player, homegrown. Wow! From all that wanted to play for Wolves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you was. <laughs> you know, and I'd, I'd, and I'd never seen it. You know what I mean? I'd never, see, I'd never seen it. No yes. one had ever said anything. And then, and then, and then that came home, and and so in its own way, you know, there, there was like, 
you know, in a very, very quiet way, but loads to scream and shout about, so to speak, you know what I mean, in its own way, you know. So, yeah, you know, you know, playing for Wolves, in, you know, having that debut yeah. um, became that much more significant, really. Of course. Um, but, you know, when I, when I, you know, when, and this is like maybe two or three years later on that that, that got brought to my attention. Wow, I never even then, thought of that because listen, I remember obviously George Berry and, and Bob Hazel. Um, yeah, but I never thought of that, Joe. Yeah, you was the first homegrown uh, black player to play for Wolves, which is which is yeah. fantastic. Yeah, I was, I, and like I say, I really didn't see that. You know, and you, and you don't do, you know, because you just want to play football and that's it. You know, your, of course. your passion, your passion just takes you where it, where it needs to go, really. So, and I just pretty much done that. But you know, um, like you say, you know, when when I look back and reflect on the fact that I made my debut, I, I you know, it, it, it had a greater significant yes. significance when I when I started to look at it in that context. You know what I mean? Of, of course. Now. Um, on 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 that game, if it was me, yeah. if I'd played one game for Wolves, I'm sure. I mean, I've got a crap memory, but I would have remembered every touch. I'd have remembered if I'd nearly scored. Can, can you can you remember much from the game? You, you, you know what? I'm I'm going to be very honest. It literally blew. Um, it literally just it, it came and went just in a flash. Oh. Honestly, <laughs> um, that's the truth because I, I I think you know when I look back. I was just so in awe of the personnel yeah. that was on that pitch. I think, you know, sometimes you you, you come to that place where you feel like, um, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> and you literally probably, rather than play, you're probably looking around and going, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> rather than get on with it. So, and there were people like, um, oh gosh, I can't remember, the, the, the centre-half, Kil, Kilburn. Right. Trevor Christie, John Chidozzi. These people are on the same pitch. Oh, yes, for Nats County, of course. For Nats County, yeah. You know, um, oh gosh, it, you know, the manager, you have to help me here. Oh, um, flipping oh, heck. I was, I was, to be honest, I should have researched the Nats County team uh, that day, Joe, because that, once again, would have been very interesting. I only researched the Wolves team. I mean, in goal, John Burridge, I mean, it. Didn't yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Didn't he yeah. play eight hundred league games or something ridiculous? Yeah, yeah. John Burridge, you know what a character. You know, um, <laughs> you know, um, just didn't know, you know, what he was going to do next. Do you know what I mean? In terms of just just being that kind of character around a changing room, oh, you know. Yes. I mean, just just brought just brought you to kind of, you know what I mean? Always, you know, for me anyway, you know, help me to try and calm and nerves and things yeah. along those lines you know it was a great fella I mean Joe there's a there's another statistic here which I can't I think I mentioned right at the start that was a top flight game that was a first division game yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, I mean <laughs> this is the, the the reality um Liverpool who were in the same division won the league that year yes Wolves and right. Wolves and funnily enough Wolves and Notts County were, were, were relegated but Liverpool won the league that year and, you know, so your record is, for Wolves, played one in the top flight. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know... Um, That's the best. Yeah, you know, that, I, I, yeah, and, I, and I can probably say that over um, many, many players who's probably played a lot more games, but maybe in different divisions. Exactly. You know? but, exactly. Um, hey, Joe, they were all crap, mate. <laughs> <laughs> 
but yeah, it was it was it was a fantastic um, experience. You wow! Know, the whole, and, the and as well, Joe, for your family, your family must have been really really proud as well. Yeah, yeah, you know, and that, and my, my family and and friends and 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 you know the, the people in the African Caribbean community, they saw me really as um, one of their own and and, yeah. and and me representing them. And you know, like you said, you don't set out to do that, but you know, upon reflection, you you realize that it was a massive step. And now nowadays, we've got um, so many young black players from Wolverhampton yes. that's good that represented yes and um and, and and even my grandson you know my grandson little, um, we call him little Ricky because his dad's Ricky but so to differentiate we got we got him as little Ricky yeah he's at Wolves Academy on the, on the 10s now do you know Brilliant. what I mean and, and I'm doing you know I do a bit of work with him every now and again just to kind of you know get him prepared I guess as best as he can to, to probably do well in the game get him prepared and, for um, top flight Dave you like his uncle Joe yeah, well, granddad, 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 Joe. Joe, even. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it's um, yeah. You know, when I when I when I look back, you know, I I look back with with real fun memories. Really. Right. I mean, Joe, as as from that time at Wolves was, uh, this is a bit of an obvious question, I suppose. Was there a regret that it was only one game, or in a way, does that make it even more special? Because you know, if it had been four or five. You know, I don't know. Does it make it more special that there's only one game? Um, I think with anybody, you'd you'd you'd, you'd want to um, go beyond that and show yeah. some consistency and and really demonstrate the pedigree. That do you know what I mean? Yes. Um, that you could that you could stay in that at that level. Yeah. That would always have been the best the, the best thing to have done. You know, yeah. but. It is what it is, uh, and um, so I don't look at it in any other way. You know, I, you know, um, I, 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 I made it my debut. I played. Um, <laughs> I was honest. I was honest as as, as 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 I could be. It didn't work out, and you move on. And and I took it as as an experience that I had that I can, you know, I can say to my my kids or young people that I've I've, I've been put it into, yes. and 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 um, you know, I do a lot on football now, community wide. I was, I was actually going to come on to that, actually, Joe. I was just going to make a, a, a final point on your debut. If it was me who played one game for the Wolves, mate, I'd still be wearing that shirt around the town now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know what's happened to it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I, it, was back, it was back in the days where you had to give the, the shirt back. I mean, um, at, that, after yeah, that's Wolves, right, yeah. after Wolves, Joe, you did actually have a very successful non-league career, and I believe you went down to Dover for a few years, didn't you? Yeah, I was at Dover Athletic. Um, I, I, I'd, um, I was there for for around three years, yeah. and again, it was very, very, yeah, very successful time down there. Yeah, mm. and and then um, I believe you was manager of. You might have to correct me, Bilston Town for a while. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, manager of Bilston Town, and 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 um, I managed for around in, in total about five years, and then and then you know, um, and then I, and then I called it a day. Yeah. It, it, it just wasn't, it, it just wasn't stable enough. Um, you yeah. know, every time we sort of went, you know, to these clubs, we always, I always felt that like every season we had to start again. So I just thought, you know. That, that's not really what I wanted to do. I mean, but the, I enjoyed the time that that, that, I, that I did spend in, in in managing. Yes, and I was at Bilston for about three years, and and, and then a couple of years at Starbridge, and then a, and then a, and a, and a, 
not quite a year at Bromsgrove. So yeah, those those were the, the three clubs that I'd managed. And and when when you did leave Wolves for, for non-league, um, I'm sure it was with sadness. But was it almost yes, you're sad to leave your hometown club, but you're excited because there's then an opportunity of first team football. Yeah, I, I, I think so. You know, um, I mean, like I said, I mean, I, you, you know, when I when I did leave Wolves, I I, I have to say that um, I, I I lost my appetite a little bit. Yeah, you know, um, I kind of felt it, it, it's it's a strange one because because you start football just to really enjoy. It. Yes. And then it, and then it felt like work. <laughs> <laughs> it did at Wolves in them days. I felt like it was like a job, and I, and I kind of, in many respects, I kind of, you know, when when I got released from Wolves, I lost my appetite, and I think I just really wanted to just get back to some kind of normality. Okay. So just going back, and I think I went, and, I think I went and played for Bilston Town, yeah, um, which I, you know that was well down the ladder back in those days, and I just, and there were a number of mates that were that, that you know that I had that played for him, and I just went and played and enjoyed the game again, and that. I'd done that for a couple of years and then really just climbed back up the non-league ladder to, to, to you know, when, once I'd got my appetite back, you know, and, yeah. and, and really, you know, like you said, I was at Dover for, for three years, but I, I started to enjoy the game again. Brilliant. And, um, and I played for a number of clubs doing that. Brilliant. You know, at, non, at non-league level. And what, what jobs have you done uh, since, Joe? And, and, you know, so what jobs away from football and what, what, what do you do? Uh, what do you do now? Well, to be honest with you, I've never been away from football. Okay. All of my yeah, all of my career has been um, to do with football. So you know, I I, I didn't really, I, you know, in terms of non-league, I never really had to work really because I was I was quite well looked after. Yes, um, as a solid pro. But um, but I think when I when I, I sort of gave the game up as such, or coming to the latter part of my career, I think I was around thirty-one. I, I worked at Bilston Community College as a football development officer. Yeah. And so I, I ran the football program there in conjunction with um, or in partnership with Bilston Town. Yeah. And then, and then you know, and then I, I set up a football program, which I run now 22 years on, called NPV Football Development. And I do a lot of stuff now, um, um, like using football to take young people off the street and, and, you know, trying to, as a bit of a gang's intervention and prevention program, really okay. using football. To so I do a lot of that. And, um, yeah, I've been doing that for 22 years. So, so I was at the college for a good while and, and, um, yeah. And, and I was, just, I went on to become a sports lecturer. So I, I don't, so yeah, I was always, I mean, Wolverhampton, it changed from Bilston college. I think it was just around the year 2000 yes. and we came Wolverhampton college. And, um, so I've worked there really all the way up until around 2014. Wow. And then at which point, at which point I then took on the, the my programs called NPV football development. Yes. And, I, and I took that on as a full time, um, in a full-time kind of fashion and just and just and then I've been doing that ever since so with with NPV uh, you mentioned obviously gang culture etc so it, you know does it does it support and help uh, young people and young who might be getting into the wrong crowd and and might be going off the rails and it, it channels them into to, to playing football and and you know focusing on other things absolutely it's yeah that's what it does it, you know you know we 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 
we do a majority of our work in inner city areas of Wolverhampton. Yeah. And and we just really just just create a space for the youngsters to come and play football. And the idea really is just just to kind of nurture their talent as best as we can. And and if if nothing else, you know, we have we have a nice little relationship with the Wolves. And if they come up, if they come, you know, and they and they. You know their levels have improved. Then we'll we'll, we'll contact Wolves and say, look, come and take a look. Yeah. And we certainly had a number of young people that's gone on to do that. We've had guys who have come through as coaches, and they've gone to Wolves and other clubs at West Bromwich Albion as well. Oh, wow. So they've come through, yeah, either as coaches and gone on to, to do really well as in full time coaching. Um, and then we've had lads who have gone through and played um, pro, and 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 um, y- you know. There's a number of youngsters. Younger, they're not youngsters now, but certainly when they, you know, sort of 10, 15 years ago, they 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 were picked up as yeah. young people and then went on to play pro. And so that you know that's that's the kind of other end of the, the, the you know what we do. But the vast majority is literally getting them to, getting them to 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 be on time, getting them to be organised, getting them to be committed. All the life skills that we that I think every one of us as human beings require, and, and yes. we, we use the game to do that, and and we support families, and mo- the majority of what we do really doesn't get into the place where they are, the youngsters are in gangs. A lot of it is that we've prevented them from becoming yes. entrenched in gangs. Which and um, which is which is even more important, effectively, isn't it? That preventing them yeah. from even getting to that stage. That's it. So yeah, so so we believe that we're quite successful, and 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 you know, long may it continue. You know, it, you know, we're doing some great work, and and um and and, and we and, and we just literally just just it's something that we do. It's in our it's in our blood. It's, yes. it's you know, we we we're, we're working with hundreds of kids every week. Oh, that's um, good. From the sort of the sort of the sort of tougher the tougher end, you know, the tougher parts of the city. Yeah, yeah. And and there's some great talent out there, you know. Oh, I and, bet there um, is. I bet there is. Yeah. And, yeah, and I, so. I suppose, Joe, the, these are young people who, you know, for whatever reason, ordinarily wouldn't be given an opportunity and they might not be able to play organised football, whether they come from something dysfunctional or, or you know, they, they, they don't get an opportunity. And it's good that they can be given an opportunity like everyone else. And I think that's, a, you know, and I think that's 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 exactly it, really. I, I personally um, look at myself as the kind of, I don't know the image that I kind of have in my mind. Yeah, you know, I I went and played just in a community um, program that was set up by the the police. I guess when I look back, <laughs> that was for similar similar reasons. Do you know what I mean? Perhaps, it was, perhaps. Was, yeah, you know, I, the main. I mean, I wasn't aware. I mean, I, I wasn't aware of any kind of program. But I guess the, what the police did. Yeah. They put a program to kind of engage the community in those yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. And, Are you glad they did now? Sorry, I said a bit. You're glad they did now. <laughs> well, you know, and, and and the reality is, I got I got picked up to become a pro from that process, yes. and I and, and and I'm not saying that's the reason why, but certainly um, the fact that you know that I was I was a youngster taken off the streets and given something positive to do um, is, is is pretty much what what's in my veins, and I, and I and I carry that very same practice out because I know you know the other side of it that what what. What can happen that even though I might only played one game for the Wolves, you know, it was, it it, it meant so much to not just myself but to my family, to to my to friends, to my community, and um 
and and I know I know what that can look like. I've had that feeling, and Joe, I just I just you know. Joe, Joe, listen, that's one more game than a million other of us Wolves fans. I tell you, <laughs> and and you know what, Joe, you know what would be nice if it went full circle, and you know what, one of your players at, at, at your academy um, that had maybe come from a trouble background or was about to get into trouble got that chance at Wolves and maybe if they played a pro game wouldn't it be nice if that could go full circle and that could happen under, under your guidance absolutely absolutely and, and, and you know um, and I'll be honest with you you know I'd love that to happen to my grandson I really would wow you know yeah I, you know um, it, it's even though I, it would be great if any other kids that we're doing some work with um, had that opportunity yeah it would be absolutely fantastic but deep down I would love that individual to be my grandson. Oh, <laughs> hey, Joe, that would be amazing. And I know, I also know, if you don't mind me, me saying this, you, faith uh, is very important to you, isn't it now, Joe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a Christian. You know, I'm born again now um, since 2015. Yeah. Sorry, 2015, 2005. Yes. And um, so 15 years now. But... Um, you know, so that's a big driver in terms of why I do what I do in terms of the football. It's a yeah. massive part of what I do. You know, reaching out to people and and just and just trying to, in the best way that I can, in a very practical way, try and give people opportunities um, that they can take. You know, in life and and hopefully get on and do decent things in their lives. You know. Yes, and and you know what, Joe, it doesn't have to be football. You know, if it is football, great. If they end up playing for Wolves, great. But if they go out and have another career in in another industry, Absolutely. or you Absolutely. know, it, it's it's as important, isn't it? Yeah, and that's exactly what it's about. You know, it's an un, it's unlocking that hidden thing that's inside all of us, I guess. You know, I, that's what I believe. And yes, and sometimes it takes it takes somebody externally of a, a, a an individual to be able to point them. In a, in a direction really you know and I just so football gives me an opportunity just to engage with the youngsters but there are many youngsters who have become teachers who have you know done many different things not necessarily just in football but has, has done many things in, in different ways and and I just think that football just is an opportunity just, just to kind of get a conversation going and 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 just and just tidying up some, some, some young people and then hopefully they can they can just get up and do what they've what they think is, is right for them to do. Of course it is, Joe. Now, all, all I've got to say is, Joe, you're doing an absolutely fantastic job with these young people. You have wore the shirt for Wolves. You've lived the dream. You've played for Wolves in the top flight. No one can ever take that away from you. Joe, it was, it's was it been lovely speaking to you on, on the Wolf Whistle. We, we want you back on soon. Your story's fantastic. And, you know, thank you for representing our club and thank you for the great work that you're continuing to do in our city. Thank you very much for having me, Jason. No problem. Really appreciate it. You're thank welcome. You.